Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. It's the Oz Network, and we are here for the fourth and final time of the Christmas season as we are looking at the best of our Christmas recap, part four. And this is taking us all the way back to two years ago in 2020, the last time we did a full month of Christmas movie recaps. Uh, We're going to call this the Movie Star Christmas compilation so we have jim carrey big movie star in how the grinch stole christmas michael keaton big movie star academy award winner in jack frost everybody's favorite uh ben affleck in big bomb surviving christmas and we wrap it up with will ferrell in elf two movies generally thought of as being classics and two movies that are probably forgotten uh but we go through some hilarious bits here as uh on the grinch we talk about a lot of inappropriate stuff. We basically attempt to be as inappropriate as the movie itself is in our Grinch recap. Uh, Jack Frost is just a bunch of nonsense, uh, but uh, we're going to talk about George Clooney potentially being the snowman and uh, some insults about children, as you could expect with us. Uh, Surviving Christmas, surprisingly, we enjoyed it a lot more than I think a lot of people did, but there will be one of our most memorable best of moments of all time on there where we talk about uh, a certain part of Ben Affleck's anatomy. And then Elf, where we also talk about a certain part of Will Ferrell's anatomy. Uh, But this will be the last of our Best of Christmas episodes. But there's still a few episodes you might hear before the end of uh, the season. We got one more Home Improvement Christmas special is going to be coming tomorrow. And uh, maybe some reviews coming up. But now let's get to our final Christmas movie recap of recaps as we look at The Grinch, Jack Frost, Surviving Christmas, and Elf. My name is Colin, and uh, I don't have a line. Uh, <laughs> that's my quote. <laughs> and my name is Ben, and it's because I'm green, isn't it? He goes through the phone book just uh, <laughs> going through all the people. It's like, uh, Archibald, whatever, hate you. This person, hate, hate, hate you. <laughs> I love that. That Can sounds do perfect. That? Can we get a phone book and just do that on air? All right, let's get it right now. Noah Groves. <laughs> hate you! Racist. Can't get a date! <laughs> Racist! <laughs> Anthony Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've gone blank on um, what's stupid woman actress name from uh, 2012? Amanda Peets. Amanda Peets. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> I hope you rot and die. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> but like also at the beginning, can we just point out that this all takes place in a snowflake? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is this just skipped over? 
Like, is this logic? <laughs> so every time it snows and you've got like thousands of snowflakes, there's thousands of Whovilles, right? There's a thousand well, Grinches. You know, it's, it's you know, a, kind of a fun idea for a kid's book when you think about it logistically. What happens in the spring? Do they all flood and die? Well, that's exactly right. They melt. They're fucking dead. <laughs> like, they're, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, logic doesn't make sense in this movie. I guess we're talking about a green... And, like, like when we get to the scene with the babies and the storks, and, oh, ha, ha, kids' movie, storks, that's how babies are made. Your parents fucked children. They had <laughs> sex, okay? You weren't delivered by a stork. Your parents had sex. Ask them about it. I'm sure they will tell you. Um, yeah, horny teenagers, like, gosh... I know when I was a horny teenager, all I wanted to do was go to the scary part of the city and, like, make fun of the old hermit that everybody... (laughs) Like, what a bunch of shits. Like, you deserve to get, like, fall off a mountain. Like, like, you're right. Like, I I sympathise with the Grinch. Like, Mm -hmm. I know he's meant to be this prick, but he's been scared out of town because he couldn't (laughs) shave. And then when he goes into town to get an award, they still make fun of him. And so what that he doesn't shower? We all know that person in the city who doesn't shower. Like, <laughs> they maybe don't like water. I don't know. Like, poor Grinch. All right? His dog loves him. Good for the dog. Also, um, I think somebody needs to get the Grinch to a hospital. He's got yellow eyes. That's usually liver disease. <laughs> um, so <laughs> don't think the Grinch is making it to the next Christmas. Just want to point that out. Might need a transplant. Um, maybe that's a sequel. <laughs> uh, so in the middle of it, they already thought that the Grinch no-showed, so the mayor's about to accept the award. Uh, and this is where he <laughs> comes out of the garbage chute, lands on top of Martha, and motorboats Martha Mayhew. <laughs> Hello, Martha. How are you? Literally motorboating in woman's cleavage in a kid's movie. And... Dr. Seuss's widow did not get that this was a sexual innuendo. She, 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 there was a big thing in the Dr. Seuss's household about doors being very wrong, but, like, she's watching this going, mm-hmm, and they're, like, staring at her going, oh, no, they want us to cut yeah. this out. <laughs> they're staring at her. She's like, why are you looking at me? Nothing. <laughs> you don't find that inappropriate? What? He's lovingly motivating her. That's what I would do with <laughs> doctor all the time. That's not sexual. That's love. That's the one appropriate form of foreplay in the who the, the I was gonna say who household the Seuss household the key, the keys Zeus. in the bowl they're like looking at it like going like wait like what what are you looking at before you don't find that inappropriate what they want to have a nice place to put their keys in a bowl that makes sense yeah. like we all lose our keys at the end of a night fair enough moving on Look, looking over it with is... his girls licking a lollipop that's not inappropriate what she loves candy what's wrong with that like she enjoys it so much that she's staring seductively into space wondering about other lollies i like the idea that dr seuss's widow not that it's that she doesn't understand what these things are but she just assumes this is normal so they're waiting for that it's like okay 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 and then she just gets right in molly shannon's cleavage herself just (laughs) (laughs) that's how she signs documents like oh hello i'm mrs seuss (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a gungan (laughs) <laughs> Be gone with him. <laughs> Misa gonna give you a speed up. The planet core. <laughs> what are Misa saying? 
Mr. Daystar, Pirioki Day. Ahmed Best should have been the Grinch. <laughs> Padme, come here. <laughs> You're a mean one, Misa Grinch. <laughs> Seriously, though, there, there's the Grinch motorboat in Christine Baranski in the middle of a kid's movie that Dr. Seuss's widow did not Ka- want sexual Colin, windows in. Colin, if you met Christine, you, you'd be motorboating it too. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> I'm a big fan of you in Bovigum. <laughs> Her business card, Christine Baranski, Bowfinger, Sybil, Champion Motorboater. <laughs> what what are you more known for? Sybil or motorboating? Motorboating. Yep. Good wife or motorboating? Motorboating. What are you? What are you a bigger fan of, Colin Sybil or the Good Wife? I, I don't think I've ever seen either of them. You're missing out because boy, are they great shows! One's about a person called Sybil, the other a good about wife. A good wife. I like Julia, Julianne Margulies as much as the next ER fan, but um, apparently she's a good wife. Clearly not to George Clooney. Because clearly she's marrying <laughs> what's-his-face from Sex in the City instead. George Clooney not good enough here. Let's go after the guy who fucked the horse in Sex in the City. <laughs> what? <laughs> Harry Bradshaw? You watch, is, is this a real thing? What? Fucking a horse? Sarah Jessica Parker, get with the joke. Oh, I get it. I thought that actually happened on she Sex in like the a, City. She looks like a horse. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> See, I was so thrown off because you were so defensive about her in Dudley Do-Right. Because so you should be, because Dudley Do-Right's a good movie. And she's married to Matthew Broderick. We like Sarah Jessica Parker, but she's not a good-looking horse. Not like the one in <laughs> Battle of Endor or whatever it was. That was a good-looking horse. I would motorboat that horse. <laughs> That's 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 now the official title of my autobiography. Motorboating a horse. The Ben Mortimer story. (laughs) Picture of me with a horse lovingly staring into its eyes. Pulling keys out of a ball. Licking a lollipop. (laughs) Look at how dirty this this stuff that got left in this movie is. (laughs) Motorboating a horse. Oh, uh, anyways, so how many motorboats Martha Mayhew? <laughs> when the Grinch hears the singing, which is so downplayed in this compared to the original, and his heart grows, A, they miss a great effect they have in the animated special and in all of them where they kind of x-ray into his chest and you see it grow. Here you just see this thrump thumping that looks like he's got a boner coming out of his, his <laughs> chest. It's like alien chest burster or something like that. The boner. And in a movie, a boner, yes. The boner in uh, Alien. It's not actually an alien. It's a giant <laughs> dick. Ah! There it is. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, but uh, you have a live action movie where you could do things people haven't seen before. Make it worthwhile. It's the same thing for me, like having just a live action dog. You could have done so much more with some special dong? effects. Dog. Oh, I think he said live but action that, but dog. But you know what? <laughs> 
that Max has quite the dong on him. Oh yeah. If we That's, if we wow. can edit the Wikipedia page of Max the dog if he has one and put he's also known for his enormously large dog dong. Seriously, he did a lot of doggy porn. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had a he had a massive dong. So he's he's actually a pornographic actor, Max the dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Makes lots of movies about motorboating. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Santa Paws, it's called Santa Porn. Um, <laughs> Air Bud. I uh, should have seen the porn version of that. <laughs> Which you can't come up with the title for, but <laughs> it's good regardless. Air Bud Sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, you want to turn anything into a porn, just throw sex on the end. <laughs> sex Air Bud. But it's sex. The, the filmography of Ron Howard. A beautiful mind. Sex. <laughs> Solo sex. Well, actually, I'd watch that. Solo sex is a porn. Far the away sex. Story. Solo sex. The Noah Grove story. <laughs> Cocoon sex. Gung ho sex. Willow sex. Parenthood sex. Backdraft sex. That sounds kinky. Apollo 13 sex. Happy days sex. Cinderella man sex. The Da Vinci Code sex. Rush sex. Angels and demons sex is pretty interesting. In the heart of the sea sex. The dilemma sex. Rush sex. The Grinch sex. How the Grinch saw Christmas sex. (laughs) If we actually mentioned this movie isn't called The Grinch, it's actually called How the Grinch How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes. Yeah. But you know, I always Sense. I always butchered this as well because I was like, oh, is it called How the Grinch Stole Christmas or The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? I would always mix that it's, up. You know what it reminds so, yeah. me of? It's like because like obviously the the animated one I think is just called The Grinch, right? Um, it's like how mm. when they remade Willy Wonka, right? They 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 the Johnny yeah. Depp one is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like based on the book. Whereas the original was Willy Wonka in the Chocolate yeah. Factory, so but I think everyone still called it Charlie, Ch- you know Charlie in the Chocolate Factory or whatever. So that's one. That Except for in the porn version, they call it Charlie in the Chocolate Factory sex. <laughs> well, I think that one's just called Willy Wanker. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Noah Grove story. <laughs> There's no reason to save the sled. So they have to have Cindy show up there somehow on the top of a mountain 30 seconds later. <laughs> and and it's, it's, a, it's a nice little twist that they throw Cindy in there. But how does she get there? <laughs> Spur of the moment. Because she's, she's there with this. They're not even done the song yet. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they live in a snowflake, Colin. I mean, fucking Santa goes in a snowflake. All right. <gasps> This, but is, they this actually, is not the most pressing concern in this movie. Well, but it is clear evidence that they wrote themselves into a corner with this whole consumerism tacked on plot because the Grinch should not have a problem with the sled. So he has they have to throw Cindy on there because that's the only way they can explain he saves the sled anymore. Uh, but anyways, he saves the sled. We get this, you know, chase scene down the side of the mountain uh, after his big heroic moment, which does not actually play as being that heroic again in comparison. Uh, and he finally gets to the, the bottom and uh, everybody accepts him and uh, it's Yay. a happy ending. Yeah. And the stuff happens. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Oz Network. Uh, the Grinch is green. Jim Carrey. Um, stuff happens at the end. 
Actually, uh, a couple days ago, people may have heard this. Rossi and I covered a TV special, All of the Other Reindeer. Rocky and I covered uh, all of the other reindeer, the the TV special. Oh, which what I didn't even realize it was. Well, well, I, I didn't even realize it was a Matt Groening animated special. So uh, oh, you might actually like to Colin. check it out. And Rocky knew but, that clearly. Oh, yeah. Well, in that he said he'd seen less than ten episodes of The Simpsons ever. But uh, Rocky Why do actually we keep dealing with this guy. <laughs> Survivor winners don't get his name right. He doesn't watch The Simpsons. He likes fucking octopusy. <laughs> Jesus We need to cut ties with this kid he, he did successfully sum up the entire movie in 10 words So I think we need to try to make that a thing going forward Sum this up in 10 words uh, In this case I would say Grinch hates Christmas Who's Our dicks Grinch saves Christmas motorboating Sex <laughs> Sex I would say they live in a snowflake under the sea. Grinch Bob, square pants. Um, I think you're about 13 or 14 words there, but ah, close well, enough. Mr. Technical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My name is Ben and I'm the man. No, I'm the snowman. <laughs> And my name is Colin, and Jack Frost nipping at your hose. I have to point out one thing. Why are all kids in kids' movies in the 90s called Charlie? Yeah. Santa Claus. I, you mentioned Mighty one, Ducks, yeah, Santa Claus. Uh, this movie, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, Chocolate the Factory. But, like... <laughs> There's at least, like, what is it with kids being called Charlie? It's, like, and it's not a popular name in the no, 90s. No. I knew a kid called Charlie, actually, admittedly, in the 90s. Um, but, <laughs> it well, wasn't his like real coffee. name. He just, because of the fad of Charlie's, he decided to change it. Yeah, like, I just, I don't get it. Like, it, you know, I just, it seems to be a thing. Like, everyone's called Charlie. So, fuck, we're barely doing this movie. So, Michael Keaton's performing. We're in Denver. No, we're not. Well, he's in Denver. They're in some other town in Colorado. Um, we meet our star of the movie, little shit kid. Um, again, he's not that bad. Uh, what's his name? Charlie. What's his name? Charlie. I just complained Charlie. about his name was before. <laughs> They're all Charlie. <laughs> Seriously, can we just take a moment to acknowledge that Hayden Christensen's coming back to Star Wars? Like, we, we banged oh, on for all 50 hours about that last year. It's course and rough and We spent a whole year <laughs> talking about sand. The Obi-Wan reveal was done in sand, people. Like, the name Obi-Wan came out and said, Hayden Christensen, well, after not appearing in The Rise of Skywalker except for a cheap, lazy voice cameo, that's all we wanted, is coming back to Star Wars, people. It is the most exciting news I've heard in years. Like, probably the most exciting news since, uh, I don't know, they announced they were doing Star Wars stuff again, and then it was all downhill from there. Do you want to know how excited I was and that made my day? I was in a an underwear store buying Mallory underwear and bras, surrounded by <laughs> sexy lingerie, surrounded by just pictures and everything of women in underwear. And on my phone, <laughs> the thing I'm looking at is that Hayden Christensen, and that's what I message you, I message my friend John, yeah. and I'm more into Hayden Christensen coming back to Star Wars than I'm surrounded by beautiful lingerie and beautiful women. 
Well, and, and that was the first I heard about it too, when you sent me the message and my response was something like, I think I just peed myself and your response is, I think I just did a little more. Now the context <laughs> of where you were makes that story so much better. I probably would have made a rest because I thought I was doing something over something else. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's got nothing to do with what's around me. Hayden Christensen's coming back. Oh, that's okay. You're understandable. You're, you're free to go. <laughs> I actually want to address, uh, I don't know if you read this, uh, a rumor that seems to have gone around forever that uh, I will immediately say is completely fake, uh, that this was supposed to be George Clooney starring in this movie and that George Clooney dropped out and they replaced him with Michael Keaton, which kind of the connection of Batman, maybe people came to that conclusion. Uh, but the story was that George Clooney dropped out so late that they didn't have time to change the animatronics to look like Michael Keaton. So the animatronics looks like George Clooney. This rumor is still all over the place. It's clearly completely false because this movie filmed a full year after Batman and Robin even came out, which would mean this filmed two years after George Clooney made Batman and Robin. No way George Clooney was ever attached to this movie. I think that this just happens to be a snowman that looks like George Clooney. I don't Doesn't think look that... like George Clooney. <laughs> well, it's funny because I first heard that rumor and I looked at it I'm like, you know, I can kind of see that. Um, I think it looks more George Clooney-like than Michael Keaton. You know, they, they give the eyebrows of Michael Keaton uh, certain moments of this. But yeah, I just think that people saw this and said, oh, that doesn't look like it's even supposed to be Michael Keaton. Well, it's a snowman. Who's it supposed to look like? But clearly George Clooney had no association with this movie. And if he did, it is not the reason for the snowman looking this way. Because two years before this movie even filmed is when George Clooney did Batman and Robin. So no way that ever happened. Apparently Tim Allen was also attached to this yeah, there's, project. There's a, well, there's a lot of names that they threw out there. I'm like, well, I could see why they would do that, especially Tim Allen. You know, this this seems like something Tim Allen would do. Again, though, the, the rumor about that, it says, oh, he was filming the final season of Home Improvement. Again, a whole year before the final season of Home Improvement. So a, a lot of these are clearly just rumors that they, they heard a name associated and decided to come up with a story why they didn't do it. And also on that note, George Clooney connection to this movie as well. George Clooney had a connection to Kelly Preston. They dated in the 80s, apparently. Um, ah, you know what? So they also appeared in one of the other Kelly Preston movies we've covered on here from Dust Till Dawn, uh, where they go. didn't actually appear on screen together. She just talked about him. How have we done so many Kelly Preston movies? <laughs> we've done Battlefield Earth from Dust Till Dawn and this. <laughs> and Cat Nat. And Cat Nat. We've done four Kelly Prestons. And we've never done a Kevin Bacon And we've movie. never done Kelly Preston herself. This is just sad. Well, well neither did John Travolta. Just... <laughs> Whoa. One one of these days, single man now. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, so, so funny. I've been thinking about that a lot lately since you mentioned, oh yeah, we only, uh, this is the first time we've ever done a Jim Carrey movie. And I started to look over some of these random actors like B.D. Wong. <laughs> we have done four B.D. Wong movies. <laughs> and again, no Kevin Bacon movies. Not a single, not even a small role. No. How have we not done a um, Kevin Bacon movie, Colin? What is wrong with us? Uh, the air up there, it's got to be coming soon. Have we done a Kiva Sutherland movie? Uh, well, he hasn't made that many movies, but you know, we've never done Stand By Me. Well, I would do Stand By Me. I would do Lost Boys. The Sentinel? Yeah, uh, Phone Booth, one of my favourite Phone movies, Booth, yeah, that would I, be a great I, which one. Which I completely omitted from my top 50 of all time. I wish I had a th remember that movie because I love Phone Booth. <laughs> so getting into uh, one of the oh, other yes. weird things about this movie. Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the uh, the the insults that the kids throw. I always love these movies where they just have like these really bizarre insults during the snowball fight. Which first of all, I just want to say the snowball fight looks really cool. Like mm. I wish that I could let out of my school and there's a giant valley, you know, of snow 
and it's just snowball fights throwing it at you know 50 60 feet below the one bully kid who says eat snow you little wieners (laughs) ah the 90s Oh, oh, I'm gonna be saying that to the twins all winter a, now. Eat snow, you little wieners. What a I, I've been doing. I, I think I've been mentioning this lately. I've been uh, Jamie yells at me, but I've been throwing <laughs> insults at the twins because I'm like, oh, they're they're not smart enough to know what you're saying. But I'll always be calling them, like, "Come here, you little rat! Come here, you snake! Get over here, you maggot!" <laughs> and I'm doing it and like joking and playing with them, and they're laughing. Like that's the fun of it when they're babies is you can call them a little maggot, and you're like smiling, so they're like, ah! <laughs> it's, my, it's fun. My sister. You'll get there. My sister was one of those ones where it's like I couldn't say like a swear word in front of her children, right? So like if I said like shit or fuck, oh, don't say that. Like the kid's like <laughs> six months old a year, right? Yet go over to her house and in the background they're playing heavy metal, which is just full of fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. And I'm just like, um, what? What's yeah. going on here? Where did they learn that word? Must have been Ben. <laughs> yeah, you would be surprised when even at certain young ages, kids will pick up on things. One time, it's not like I, I leave the door open, yeah, naked or whatever, but <laughs> our, our bathroom door, sometimes you forget to lock it and take a shower. One time, Casper runs in when I'm getting out of the shower. So Jamie runs in after him. He's like, Casper, no, daddy needs privacy. He points right at my crotch and goes, ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, where did he learn that from? I was like, Colin, you're always calling it. You're always like, oh, he just need me in my ball sack. <laughs> okay, so they'll learn things. Wow, we live different lives. If I have a kid do that and point it to me, I'm arrested. So um, <laughs> usually a cop hanging outside going, Ben, I've told you about this. Get back into jail. Sorry, officer. <laughs> There was a moment in this movie I didn't realize I did it. And I'm not saying like I'm like huge into Kelly Preston or whatever, but I think it was a scene where she was getting dressed for bed and it looked like she was taking off her shirt. I must have made like some type of noise or like a recognition. And Jamie's in the other room. It's like, what what hot girl did you just see on the TV? I'm like, nobody. And then she's like, what are you watching? I'm like, it's Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. She didn't question it. Well, 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 in in that moment, actually, you paid more attention and looked at Kelly Preston more than John Travolta did in what? Exactly. Yes. And yet, should we be concerned that my wife did not question the fact that she thought I was reacting to Michael Keaton? In no way at all, because your wife your wife is a type of woman who, again, like if you somehow <laughs> cheated, <laughs> you wouldn't know she how just to. Yelled, but if you did, she just yelled out, no. Jamie just yelled out, what a man. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing, like she would forgive you in a heartbeat for cheating because A, she knows it never happened and B, she'd probably want to join in. <laughs> Uh, especially if it was Michael Keaton. I mean, um, that's that's an excuse for a threesome. That's you know, yeah. Like, I mean, Ben Ben and I will have one with Michael Keaton right now. Absolutely. <laughs> I would a hundred percent. See, there. Noah, this is why you can't get a date. Ben and I, we, we don't we don't judge. We're open. You know, we don't discriminate. <laughs> we're 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 open. This is twenty twenty, right? We're open for business, just like Michael Keaton. <laughs> just just not with Noah. No threesomes with Noah. Noah wouldn't know what to do. No, I'd be like, where goes, where, 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 I put that in where? Why does that go in there? That doesn't seem make sense. Like, just we would have done it five times by the time Noah worked out what to do. Uh, but but seriously, just in case anybody's listening, no, Ben isn't hard no for me. Uh, Michael oh, Keaton, hard yes. That's, that's my feelings, Colin. User reviews. I've got the one star ones up. Uh, I've, I've got one. It's not one star. It's it's in the middle, but this is such a great review. I got to read go this. Go for it. 
Uh, Lee B wrote in May of 2000, Sorry, everyone, but I like this movie. I even cried at the end. My kids freaked out when Snowman started to talk and move. One of them got scared by a guy in a teddy bear suit when she was about three, and she hasn't gotten over it yet. Two years later, they had loved the start of the movie with the snowball fight and building the first snowman, but as soon as the second snowman came to life, we had to turn the video off. I couldn't believe in Kelly Preston as the mother of an 11-year-old boy, but in spite of that, the casting was great. And Michael Keaton with blonde hair is such a hunk. Give it a go. Uh, was that Jamie Hilding you said wrote that one? Um... <laughs> My name is Dougie Doogie Doug Ray Douglas. <laughs> And my name is Doodoo, and check out my firm butt cheeks. Really weird line that I almost wanted to laugh at, but I don't feel like the joke is delivered as best it could be when the son is seeing uh, the Ben Affleck's there, and uh, they're saying, oh, he's going to take your room or whatever. You'll sleep in the guest room. And he says something about, uh, you know, you want some creepy guy to sleep in my room? There's there's guys on the internet who send try to send me bus tickets every day. Like I I I get where they're going with that, but he's basically not, implying that there are old creepy pedophile pedophiles. men who want to buy him a bus ticket so they can have sex yeah. with him. Yes. Yeah, which I'm not even I'm not even offended by. It was just it was a really weird joke in the middle of this movie. I, I know you funny. would. <laughs> Ben's like I'm, I'm like, one of those guys. <laughs> that's not how it works. Send them a plane ticket, they get there much faster. <laughs> But then there's passports and all that. That's complicated. Well, things. that's why you don't go foreign, Colin. Just keep it local. Yeah. That Domestic way. only. Okay. Domestic only. Come on. <laughs> then the guest comes in. Duda, Grandpa. One of the stars of this movie. Uh, only to be topped by the understudy who's going to come later on. So oh, he, hired, he hired an actor to play his grandpa, <laughs> which is great. Uh, and they say, hey, aren't you guy, guy who's playing Scrooge at the, the community theater production of A Christmas Carol? They love their community theater in this family. Like, I'm sorry. Like, they, he literally walks in and goes, hey, he looks like the same guy who plays Scrooge in our local community theater production. Like, yeah. who's that into community theater that you <laughs> recognize a guy playing Scrooge? They must have had everybody in town watching the rehearsals all week. That's my assumption. Is that popular? It's the only thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And this family that or hates look at each porn. other. Why are they going to community theater? Because <laughs> it's that or it's that or porn. There's nothing else to do in this town. Porn. Snowball fights are apparently out. Always porn. Like I'm sorry. Like no no disrespect to community theater, but like porn. Always porn. Well, look. What we're going to see with Duda's understudy, I mean, there's some porn going on in that theater community group anyway. porn. Like, just live <laughs> yeah. porn on stage at community theater. I'm there. That's, that's their summer program. <laughs> Victoria loves their community porn. Oh, yeah. ever since you came there, it's Literally. become a staple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Duda it's a, poses another I- issue with this. Script rewrites are becoming very obvious here that they didn't bother to cover for it because... He picks a grandpa because he had a grandpa. Hence the reason why he was upset because he didn't have a sister. Not only did he have a grandpa, he had a grandpa he called Duda. A very specific name. Um, we're going to find out in a little bit that none of these people existed. Because apparently he was an orphan. Yeah. Or an only child with a single parent. Yet he has all these specifics. Now you could say he's just making that up. But then he wouldn't be making up the fact that he'd never had a sister. Which upset him. So, 
problems with the script very evident here. I'm just going to say that. Well, what's that song? Um, it's stuck in my head. Is it um, Camp Town Races? See that song? Do-da, do-da, do-da. Oh, do-da. It reminds me of Faulty Towers when Basil's like one money yeah. on the horses and he's like, oh, Camp Town Races. <laughs> oh, do-da. So the whole time I'm watching this movie going, do-da, where's that from? Do-da. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a weird name. I've never heard of it before, but uh, I am going to make sure my grandchildren call me Duda uh, <laughs> or Doody or Doodoo or Can whatever they mix it up as of this. Just call me Duda from now Duda? on. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I'll call you Porn Fiend. You call yes. me Duda. Been waiting for that my entire life. <laughs> they have a nice little scene here where she tells a story. This also felt like. Um, uh, what we covered last week, uh, very hallmarky with Jack Frost, very hallmarky here. Where she's like, "Oh, well, here's this nice memory of this frozen tree." So he actually takes her to see this frozen tree, and she's all blown away by it. Uh, and then she becomes very unlikable all of a sudden because he goes to great lengths, as over the top as it is, to have this frozen tree, and then a choir coming in to sing, and a live nativity scene, and Oompa Loompas dancing, I think, with candy canes or something. <laughs> And she freaks out at him because he just went too far. It's like, you ruined a nice memory with all this extra stuff. He spent a lot of money and put a lot of time. Like, it's, isn't it the thought that counts, Christine Applegate? Exactly, Christine you Applegate. Just because your career yeah, you take off much after you did Married with Children and Jesse failed. Like, just just deal with it. Accept it. Yeah. They're not calling you for Don't Tell the Mom the Babysitter's Dead reboot, okay? <laughs> You're lucky to be in a 2004 Ben Affleck movie, so stop! And I like you, Christina Applegate, but just just accept it. This is as best as you can get in 2000. You're in a Ben Affleck movie, <laughs> the biggest movie star in yeah. the world at that point. And you're going to say you're no? You're not only in a Ben Affleck movie, you were in the movie he signed on to after Jiggly came out, yes. okay? This was this was the first thing he signed on to. This was the best that he had going for him. And and like And obviously him, the best she had going him for him. Him and Jennifer Lopez aren't together anymore at this point. You could have been in. But he went to a different Jennifer and <laughs> got with her and said, You could have been his baby mama for the next fifteen years. But no, you had to you be all ungrateful. You could have been peppermint. Yes. <laughs> Imagine if you'd been in Peppermint. <laughs> you could have been something else, Christina. Do, doing farming videos on Instagram with a million followers. Colin, we're going to have our biggest listenership boost ever this year on the Oz Network because they're seeing the word survive and they're thinking we're doing some Survivor episodes. Yeah. So surviving Christmas is through the roof. Hello to all our former Survivor Oz listeners. <laughs> Special guest, Billy Garcia. Uh, Billy, what do you think of Surviving Christmas? Oh, uh, we know Billy's listening. He's oh. he's a huge Christina Applegate fan. Loves her. Uh, we, could you tweet Billy Garcia right now and say, what are your thoughts on Christina Applegate? Done. All right, <laughs> Surviving let's do Christmas. it. Let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Because then we can use his fame to piggyback listeners of this episode. Yeah, all right. Uh, hey, Billy. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Christina Applegate? <laughs> yep. Hopefully he might reply by the end of this episode and then we can... Uh, <laughs> He'll reply by the time I finish this next section we're covering yeah, here. he's got to call in. He's like, you doing a podcast without me? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. I thought I was supposed to be on the surviving Christmas episode. <laughs> I'm the one who pitched Christina Applegate month. <laughs> but yeah, the fiance shows up here. She's going to forgive him. Uh, all the time, Duda is up there with Charlie looking up porno sites. They find middle age. What is it? Middle aged women. Yeah, middle aged. So they're women, Colin, and they're middle aged. No, I know what that part nude. was, but 
new, but but there was a title to it, like you know, uh, like Cougars. Why don't you type uh, it in your computer right now and see what comes up? <laughs> Go on. Uh, uh, that's all right. Uh, Jamie will search the browser history. Um, wait a second, it's already in there. It's Jamie. already in Jamie's search history. What are you talking about? It's your favorite. <laughs> And the pictures never come into play in this movie either. Like, what's the point of a photo shoot? She doesn't come home with the pictures and show it to James Gandolfini. Yeah. She just shows up all made up, yeah. having confidence from doing a photo shoot. Like, this photo shoot thing is not explained in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, along with a lot of other things we're discovering. Oh, oh hang on, breaking uh, news. Billy has liked my tweet. <laughs> he hasn't replied, <laughs> but he's liked it. <laughs> so we're going to take that as a glowing recommendation. Yep. All right. Hopefully he might, maybe he's just in the process of typing right now, but he has liked my tweet. <laughs> Got to say. Billy replied with something? He did. Sorry. I'm just, I'm looking at this. <laughs> Wait, is it a picture? He's replied with a gif. Um, <laughs> he's replied with Kelly Bundy rules to a picture uh, gif of Christina Applegate looking very good in tight pink spandex, jumping up and down with her cleavage <laughs> wobbling. So uh, that's where Billy Garcia is a fan. Uh, I'm going to say, awesome. Hashtag bring back Billy. But we do get two very great moments. One where... Uh, they say there's no pictures of uh, Drew here. Catherine Harry picks up a picture, which they don't show of a baby. And, oh, look, he's so cute. It's like, wait a second. There's no dong in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> and we know Ben Affleck's got a big dong. So this proves it. Which well. he says. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's just, it was so abnormally long. The mom had to tuck it back there. And she goes, no, it was just so tiny. You can't see it in the picture. Uh, I, I, a lot so, of dong but, talk. But that's where the girlfriend should be like, oh, yes, that's true. He does have a massive large dong. Like, she's just kind of like, yeah. sort of like oh, ha. Yeah, well, that's how you know they have not slept together. Yeah. Ben exactly. Affleck is a virgin in this movie. Well, and let's be honest. If you're with Ben Affleck, you're trying hard to sleep with him. Like, you know, it's Ben Affleck. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Jennifer Garner's still trying and they're divorced. Yeah, exactly. Just like um, Kelly <laughs> Preston's assuming. still trying to sleep with... Oh, wait, she's dead. <laughs> I'm sure if you said Billy Garcia right now, how big do you think Ben Affleck's dog is? <laughs> what do you have to do? Do you do? want me to tweet <laughs> Billy Garcia? <laughs> No, we should leave it at this. Okay. Right. Before, he, before he unfollows you. And everything kind of falls apart here where Ben Affleck and Christina Applegate start arguing with each other, which ends in him actually saying, you know, uh, you weren't acting like this when you were making out with me in the kitchen. And they're just like, they're very loving siblings trying to play up on it. That's Ferris um, Bueller, right? Like that, um, you know, when he's making which, out with Sloan. Well, and then um, the principal's like, ah, so that's how it is in that family. Like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we thought it was the dad. No, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, they weren't siblings in that. Did you have Did a kiss with daddy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we know that he did much worse things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Rudy. Are you talking about the principal or are you talking about Matthew Brunswick? Yeah, no, Rudy. Oh, well, yeah, he, he, like in real life, right? Um, is he still in jail? Hey. I don't know if he's still in jail. I think he 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 served a couple of years. I looked it up recently because I was telling Jamie about it. But yeah. uh, no, he's out now. He's a dirty pedo. If anybody's wondering what we're talking <laughs> yeah, about, exactly. Rooney and Ferris Bueller. Like, got, I don't know if he actually got caught with a kid or like he just got caught with kitty porn. But like, this isn't this isn't Larry the Cable Guy all over again. No, no this is legit. This. Like, I'm not getting my '80s principles wrong. Like, this is legitimately true. Like, he got yeah. done for like 
child pornography or um, f- kitty fiddling. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he's out now and on the loose. Should so lock up Billy kids. Garcia. What do you think? <laughs> Rooney in. People are getting done for kitty feeling. <laughs> That'll be our 2021 segment. Yeah, what? let's and ask Billy. Billy, we can, we can next year's T-shirt will be the exact same thing, just with hashtag Ask Billy. Yeah, hashtag Ask Billy. This week on Ask Billy, Billy, what do you think I should do in the following situation? My girlfriend caught me cheating. <laughs> We can seriously talk him into this. We could do blind ask Billy questions and yep. just fit it into our episode. If anybody out there, it's not going to matter by the time you hear this, because we prob- by the time you hear this, we probably would have already recorded Elf. But if, if you have any questions you'd like us to ask Billy Garcia about Elf, yep. we will ask him in a future episode. Hashtag ask Billy, tag the Oz Network. And, may- and maybe we'll get a surprise cameo from Billy Garcia playing Will Ferrell in Elf. Yes. <laughs> so, so just quickly, Jeffrey Jones is his name. Was arrested for possession of child pornography and accused by a 17-year-old boy of solicitation to pose nude for nude photographs. Uh, he pleaded no oh, contest. Surviving Christmas. Yeah, his punishment was five years probation and a requirement to register as a sex offender. As of 2020, Jones was still listed on the U.S. Department of Justice National Sex <laughs> Offender Database. Um, so basically. Uh, he's still been acting though. Like he was recently in a 2019 Deadwood the movie. Who hires a guy like that? Um, Is this good? Wait a second. They shelved a movie for a year because Ben Affleck made Jiggly and Jeffrey Jones is still getting roles. (laughs) Jeffrey Jones did not act between 2007. He starred in Who's Your Caddy? Followed by 10.0 Earthquake and Seven Days. And then he was in uh, Deadwood. Then he had a massive gap until Hemingway and Gellhorn and then Deadwood, the movie. So, okay, we talk about Kevin Spacey getting blacklisted, right? Okay, like whether or not it's true or not what Kevin Spacey did, blacklisted, no one will touch him with a two-time Academy Award winner, Kevin Spacey. And yet Jeffrey Jones, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, (laughs) basically got had kitty porn and asked a 17-year-old to get naked, was found guilty of charges, <laughs> admitted he did it. He's on the National Sex Offender <laughs> Register, but, ah, Deadwood, the movie needs him. Uh, I you need and to do I can get Kevin here. Spacey for Kill Phil 3 at this point. <laughs> I need to account here. In the last seven years, Jeffrey Jones has had as many acting roles as Ben Affleck had between Surviving Christmas and Argo. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> And Ben Affleck has never been accused of kitty fiddling. So, yeah, exactly. On. And he's got an enormous dong, okay? Oh, Jesus Christ. Like the dong on that man. Like kids accidentally fiddle it. Like, because he's walking down the street and it's so big <laughs> that, like, he wa- turns a corner, it hits like five kids in the face because it's just so big. Ben Affleck doesn't mean to. And, like, it just happens and he still hasn't been done for it. So, Jesus. You know, Ben Affleck's dong arrived in the suburbs here before the cab driver could drive there. Yeah. That's how enormous his dong is. Ben Affleck's dong got coronavirus in 2017. That's how big it is. (laughs) Like it was in the future. (laughs) You you want to know how the Christmas lights got up in the house? Ben Affleck's dong decorated it before the cab got there. Exactly. Ben Affleck's dong has landed on Mars. Like it's so far (laughs) into the future. Like it's just, it's there already. Like it's just. Uh, You know what? 
we're recording this episode, I don't know, a week ahead of time. Ben Affleck's dong has heard this episode already. Ben, ben Affleck's dong has recorded the follow-ups to this episode, like, years in advance. Ja- I noticed how Jamie's Jamie, in the room now that we're talking about Ben she Affleck's is, dong. She's hearing me talk about Ben Affleck's dong. She's staring at me. She she left the kids upstairs. She knows about Ben Affleck's dong. She's as fast as Ben Affleck's dong is. Look at this. Jamie, do you have something to say on Ben Affleck's dong? I'm a fan after watching Superman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Batman? The the only the only person faster than Ben Affleck's dong is Britney Spears. Like, let's be honest. Like, she, like Ben Affleck's dong did the hundred meters in four point five seconds. Ben, ben Affleck's dong counted to infinity twice. <laughs> ben Affleck's ben dong Aff- beat the sun in a staring contest. Ben Affleck's dong threw a grenade and killed fifty people. Then it exploded. I'm just reading Chuck Norris facts and changing it to Ben Affleck's dong. It's great. Ben um, Affleck's dong's gonna get a job before Ben Waterworth. <laughs> That's not that hard. Ben Hold Affleck. On, Jamie, are you trying to add this on the episode? Okay. You you give a Ben Affleck dong. I'll find out what Jamie wants. Oh, this is funny though. I want you to hear this. All right. I'll just, I'll, I'll just stall right now and think of Ben Affleck's dong for a moment. Um, he's, Colin's talking to Jamie about life important issues. I think Jamie's just come back from her five boyfriends and all of a sudden he's finished and tired and heard Ben Affleck's dong and was ready to go. Oh, um, Apparently Casper fell asleep at the top of the stairs. Okay. Um, On I Ben Affleck's dong. Ben, I was going to say Ben Affleck's dong came all the way to Canada to sing a lullaby to Casper and knocked him out. <laughs> ben, Affleck, ben Affleck's <laughs> dong went to a feminist rally and came back with his shirt ironed and holding a sandwich. <laughs> Like that's, that's how good that's how good it is. If Ben Affleck's dong was called Noah, it would get a date. Uh, uh, we're so glad you joined us to recap Ben Affleck's dong here with us today. Ben Affleck's dong is like wow. Jeez. Can I just point out that in 2020, I feel Colin Hilding, you and I have crossed the threshold of not being gay to being gay. Like, a year ago, it was assumed I was, which has been a long, like, that, that's always been with me, right, since It was not school. an assumption. It was a known fact, It's just but a known okay. thing. Middle-aged gay club, all that kind of stuff. But this year, and, like, I'm calling this a win because, like, it's not even a, not that it would be a bad thing, but it's, like, legitimately a point where you and I are so comfortable with it that we just every week are probably talking more about shirtless men and dongs than we ever do with women. <laughs> like, remember that time this- when people were like, Ben Waterworth, that sexist pig on Survivor Oz who just talks about sexy women and only voted for <laughs> Morgan because she has big boobs. Now it's all about me de- demeaning men and their dongs, and I'm fine with that. And you, you know what? Like this is what lockdown does to you. Like, come on, let's restart the world here. Yep. <laughs> we need to regain a little bit of our heterosexuality. <laughs> sure, if you if you're into that, that's fine. I'm more into the dongs. Bring on the dongs. I want 2021 as as just <laughs> dong central. <laughs> Cost forty five million dollars to make. Like this is one of these again. The movies. Like, were there any special effects in this movie? Like forty five million dollars to <laughs> make lights. surviving Christmas movie. What? I will say one thing. It does right, and we talk about Jack Frost. Uh, that there are some parts where the snow looked believable, and a lot of parts where it looked really fake. Even when you know it's fake snow in this movie, it looks real to me. And that's just again yeah. what I talked about last week. Snow in the winter. If you have like a snowy climate, it's going to look dirty. It's going to look scattered ice chunks everywhere. It's filthy. It's not like pristine and everything. And this movie looked dirty to me. So uh, let's say $40 million on good looking fake snow. That's and all I can say. And the rest on care for Ben Affleck's dong.
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> his dong had its own assistant. Yep. His dong had its own photographer, uh, agent, yep. um, wife, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez <laughs> left Ben Affleck for Ben Affleck's dong during ben. production of this movie. <laughs> So Christmas the Cranks, worse review than this. I'm going to disagree with that because I actually think Christmas the Cranks, I don't even remember, something else you can research if you have time, uh, what we did with Christmas the Cranks. Because these movies are very similar in tone, the type of humor they go for, the fact that they miss a lot of things, but they have a little bit of heart to them. Both rounds uh, I think, yeah. So I think that this is a, it's not, I, I prefer Christmas the Cranks over the, them both, but it's just weird how closely paralleled these are and how differently audiences responded to them. But Tim Allen versus Ben Affleck, I mean, I, Who would you I love rather? Ben Affleck, but I, Tim Allen, my childhood hero. Yeah, but Ben Affleck's got a big dong. Although Tim Allen's probably think... got a pretty big dong. Yeah, I mean, he's a tool man, right? <clears throat> yeah, well, exactly. That's what, You think he's called a tool man because yeah. he likes tools. <laughs> he, he never did the grunting. His dong did the grunting yeah. for him on home. <laughs> it just takes over. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Oh, I do yeah. think so, Tim. <laughs> my name is Ben. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Oh, no. <laughs> Fine. My name is Colin and you're a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Fine. I'll go with my backup. My name is Ben and I love you. I love you. I love you. Santa! Santa's delivering presents to an orphanage. I buy that. He's delivering presents to the nursery in an orphanage. Maybe that's important, but I'm, I'm sorry. I have, you know a four-year-old and I have twins who are now about to go into their second Christmas. You you say, now they're money. about to go into an orphanage. <laughs> yeah. <they're about> to, <laughs> that's why you don't hear them right now. <laughs> We've finally um, decided to put them up for adoption. <laughs> but I mean, you, we spent money on Casper his first Christmas and then you basically realize they don't care what it is. Uh, so by the time we had the twins, you, you, you don't want to waste money. Once you, once you've done this once, I don't know why Santa's delivering presents. These are just stupid babies. They're not going to know there's a present or not. <laughs> that was stupid my babies. <laughs> yeah. We, well, we, we sometimes joke around about that with the twins. We're like, you know what? They're just stupid babies. They don't care. <laughs> I can't it's, wait for it's... your kids to grow up and listen to your podcast. You call them I know. names. You said they're stupid babies. I know. I think I mentioned on a past episode of my favorite games is to like call them worms or snakes or Dirty rats. You call <laughs> Come them here, chubby, you little like, Don't you call them names like uh, speaking Hatties to them and call them like. Chubby. Oh, yeah, with Remy. Speak uh, DB Jedi. DB Jedi. <laughs> oh, Faison, what a name. Faison Love. That is a what pretty a epic name. Like, that is. Yeah, a good is it name. real? It's a, I, I, well, I hope so. If not, I'm calling my first kid Faison. That's awesome. Yeah, well, okay, so Faison his Warworth. real name is. His real name is Langston Faison Santisima. Okay. Uh, so the love right. part of the phase. Um, yeah, he's Cuban-American. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see some of the other movies he's done here. Elf, The Replacements. Yeah, Made. So he's a John Favreau guy. Couples Retreat. Lots of Favreau stuff. Oh, Couples Retreat. Um, love that movie. Yeah, I only saw that once. Uh, funny, another Couples Retreat, uh, the, the director of Couples Retreat, Peter Billing... Bill, 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 Peter Billingsley. <laughs> Peter Billingsley. <laughs> uh, another John Favreau collaborator, Peter Billingsley, who has a cameo as one of the elves at the beginning of this movie. He's the kid from A Christmas Story, which is like the BB gun movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, you'll yeah. shoot your eye out. Love that movie. Uh, yeah, so uh, you know, lots of uh, Christmas crossover here too. I just want to give some breaking uh, news. Mallory, who's in the other room right now, is just texting me saying, we are not naming our children Thazon. So... Um, <laughs> You know that I had this conversation with Jamie about Pierce 
I had Jamie convinced on Pierce as a name and she knew who Pierce Brosnan was. She, she'd watched all the James Bond movies with me. She, I had her sold. I'm like, if we have a boy, it's going to be Pierce. If we have a girl, it's going to be this. And she's like, okay, I'll be okay with Pierce. When one day I said, oh yeah, you know, if we, we have a boy, our boy's going to name Pierce. And I said, because it'll be named after Pierce Brosnan. She goes, no, I'm not naming my kid after Pierce Brosnan. If I had just shut my mouth, Casper would be named Pierce Hilding right now. <laughs> well, I'm telling you now, I tried to sell Madonna as a name she won't have it uh not even as a middle name i think i've sold her on enzo as a middle name uh named after enzo ferrari but i i like pierce pierce enzo waterworth sounds quite good and then his initials would be pew so i could go pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um thank god your last name doesn't start with a b pube <laughs> <laughs> that would be a u colin what is how do you spell uh, pew we should also peb pew pew b pew b uh, Colin, Pe- pube is P-U-B-E. <laughs> pube. I'll be honest. I don't even know what a pube is. So I just pube heard is somebody say it. that is near your genitals. <laughs> and the genitals are the part between your legs that create babies. I'm sure if you literally went to Jamie right now and said, Jamie, show me your genitals, you would not be finishing the rest of this episode. <laughs> she just heard you say it. It's been 10 years. <laughs> she heard you say it. She's already banging down the door. Yeah, Jamie um, always shows me your genitals. What can I say? <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I like this is this is something that's going to set up the climax of the movie that just seems like it was written on the spot. Uh, but the line that he gives about singing, uh, about what, what is it about singing? Nothing brings Christmas spirit more than a song or something like that. Something like that. It's 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 the whole setup for the climax. But the way he has to describe singing, where he says it's like talking only longer and louder, and your voice goes up and down. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the old network works. Yeah, exactly. Ratings go up and down, uh, depending on if Noah is here Damn. or not. Uh, by the way, Noah cannot get a date. Uh, it's the end of 2020. People. It is. It's our final time. We tried Can't... and we failed. <laughs> Still couldn't get one. And what a racist prick. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Yep. He but loved, you know he what? Loves, will... He loves winter, though, because he loves snow because it's white. <laughs> Just loves it. I was going, it's coarse and it's rough and it's irritating. <laughs> no, it's his sand's not wide enough. That's why he doesn't like it. <laughs> Absolutely hates dirt. Just hates it. Apparently he hates women too because he still hasn't gotten a date. <laughs> <laughs> no, a trial that there are other genders. It's 2020. About, I believe there's about 50 you of know, them now. So Yeah, just, you could even meet in the middle, you know? Yeah, like there's, there's got to be one of those 50 that would finally date you. So... <laughs> Give it a try. The date sequence again becomes just montage, 10 seconds of them having fun. They've said like three words to each other. I mean, they talked briefly when they thought he was working uh, at the, the store there. They talked briefly when he walked in her on the shower and they talked briefly when he asks her out. Um, that's it. And oh, what was his description when he asks her out? He, he, he describes her. Uh, I can't remember how he describes her. Uh, it's something some about, uh, you make me feel really warm when I'm around you. And my tongue swells up. I'm like, no, these are things that get Ben arrested. Like, why can Will Ferrell get, get away with this? Mallory's the only one who, who put up with that. She should get arrested because the Honest Trailer makes a very good point that she's basically dating a child, right? Like, Yeah, exactly. She, she it is... should be a little weird for her. Yeah, like, I mean, like, he doesn't know what's happening in the shower. Like, if they try to have sex... He's just going to be like, ooh, what are these things? Like, you know, it's kind of like Colin reacts whenever he sees Jamie. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) But, like, from her perspective, you do have to wonder that. From her perspective, at the very least, he's a little mentally unstable or challenged. 
Um, I hate to say challenge, but challenged. Is is that what she goes for? Is that her thing? Because she's all over him in this movie. And it's not like he's super charming. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, mean, maybe he is. Maybe he, that's what she She did. clearly, like, I mean, Jim Carrey and Yes Man was kind of a bit of a ball with a stick up his ass who always just said yes to things. So, you know. She just, she's imagining the massive buddy dong. She's imagining yeah, big I was, buddy. I was mentioning that. Do you reckon he's got a big one? I don't think so because yeah, he wears neither. very tight pants in this movie and he's either tucking it back or he's got nothing there. And, and I feel like, you know, like nothing against Will Ferrell, but like he doesn't need to have a big dong. He's a funny guy no. and like the humor and like you just want to be with him and it wouldn't matter if it's the size of a pea. Like it, it, who cares? Like it's, it's not like Jason Momoa, right? Where like the guy's just like <laughs> sex on legs and then all of a sudden like, fuck yeah, I'm going to root this guy. And then all of a sudden you take his pants off and you're like, oh God, is that it? Uh, where, 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 where is it? What happened? What's Did you lose on? it? Whereas like Will Ferrell, it's kind of like, ah, ha, 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 do me. I don't care how big it is. Like, you know? Well, I mean, let's be honest. For ranking the um, A-list Hollywood star here, uh, Christmas, we're talking about Ben Affleck's number one on the dong scale. Hands down. Uh, Michael Keaton's number two. Jim Carrey's number three. Will Ferrell's number four, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Jim Carrey's got the Canadian level of dongness, and we know that there, uh, you know, adds a couple of uh, oh, yeah. inches. So, we- yep. Most Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> most Canadians. <laughs> we're looking at you, um, Bieber. Oh, I thought we were talking about me. Thank you, Bieber. That's what I meant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on, moving we've, on. Seen, we've seen Bieber's dong. We haven't seen yours. So, you know. Well, permit me to demonstrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, you, you finished? One, yeah. No. Go no, on. no, I'm not finished. Okay, shut up. I'm talking now. <laughs> shut up. Me, shut you, up. me, me, you, me, me, you, me, me. <laughs> The the uh the other part when in the asking her out scene that was really good uh was where she says, They gave you your job back here? It's like, uh no, but they they were very nice. They they gave me a nice restraining order. <laughs> Again, happens to Ben all the time. This is Ben's scene right here. <laughs> that's why Colin that's why I actually moved to Victoria. I wasn't allowed to move to Winnipeg because Colin has a restraining order against me. that's how it works. One, also, one, oh, 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 one more thing, ah, is, shut up, shut up. Ah, I'm talking now. Man talk, Ben. So Will Ferrell's lost. He's out in the big wide world. He happens to see Santa crash. And basically the the thing with Santa's sleigh that makes it fly is Christmas spirit. And Christmas spirit is dropping. So Santa crashes in Central Park. Um, the one thing I like about this sequence, though, is it's kind of like, you know, this whole notion that people just kind of accept that Santa's a thing in this world. It's it's not like in the Santa Claus where it's like, oh, look, Santa, like, oh, yeah. you know. Whereas this one is just kind of like, that's eh, it's just Santa. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I love point. this reporter. I just, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that's my other character. Like, I, I, I could, not, could not have told you that she was even in this movie after watching the first few times, but she's a star now. Just the way she's just in this park interviewing everyone. I love random guy, like, your <laughs> eyes light up the night sky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like just randomly flirting with this woman. I also love the way they kind of like play this off as like, and also breaking news, a weird man has been seen walking around in an elf costume. And you see kind of like the Bigfoot footage, like kind of like in the pause, like of that famous Bigfoot photo. Um, but it's like, is this really a weird thing? Like somebody dressed as an elf? Like I was in Costco the other day. There was an employee there dressing like an elf onesie, like serving <laughs> customers. And like, that was normal. And that was in well, Costco. Don't you they film it like it's almost um, shot for shot, even movement for movement, like the the famous Bigfoot footage. Yeah. Did you yeah. notice that? <laughs> yeah, I, I did. You do listen to me, right? I did just say that. 
No, I don't listen. Clearly I not. Tune you I tune literally just said that. I don't know. If anybody else can hear, there's been a lot of screaming going on upstairs at <laughs> children, most you of know, it from Jamie. I put the best of together available now in two days. We'll teach you that and I listened to that clip you sent with like Rossi, Rossi? where he was like saying like, you didn't say that. Like, I just said that. Let's put it on Rewind. Um, let's do that right now. Let's hear on Rewind what I just said. <laughs> I also love the way they kind of like play this off as like, and also breaking news, a weird man has been seen walking around in an elf costume. And you see kind of like the Bigfoot footage, like kind of like in the pause, like of that famous Bigfoot photo. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. It's just, it, <laughs> it, it means so much more coming from me. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Like, again, I literally just said the Bigfoot thing. <laughs> What's going on here? I just enjoyed this so much at the end that I just like I just I'm loving the reporter like I, I'm loving just all that oh the reporter I can't believe I'm scrolling back go go the reporter. reporter all right so again I don't even remember this being part of the movie um, I don't remember this character but I walked away from this being like oh this lady's sure to be a star by now because she's so funny in this movie uh, she has done nothing uh, most Claire of her Lott- Lottier Cla- Claire Lottier so most of her roles. Um, our guest spots on TV shows. She did an episode of Grey's Anatomy, did an episode of Numbers. Uh, most of her movie roles are similar to this, like New York City Reporter. She played in um, uh, Ghost Town, Upper East oh. Side Lady. So I haven't in finished watching con- that, by the way. <laughs> in Confessions of a Shopaholic, she played Sample Sale Competitor. Uh, the only thing she's acted in the last eight years is an episode of a Canadian TV show, Saving Hope, that I've mentioned many times. We covered a few episodes on here. Um, And that's it. So what happened to her? She's so good in this movie. Claire Lottier has a website, clairelottier.com. She's a spiritual coach now, Colin. She's a what coach? A spiritual coach. Oh. She's got a a short hair now, though. That's a shame. Um, Oh, yeah, I see that. Well, you're dead to us, Claire Lottier. She has a a podcast, (laughs) the Grace Space Podcast. Everyone tell us. Stop listening to us and go listen to the Grace Space podcast. Seriously, you have to. We're, I'm going to add this to my podcasting list. Do it. Uh, latest episode. I did that. It's called the Paradigm. Uh, Parad- paradigm? Would Parad- that be Paradigm? <laughs> paradigm. You looked like the look on your face. You were struggling so much with that, too. It looked like you were, I don't know, constipated. It's a paradigm. <laughs> Your paradigm is your conditioning. It's a collection of habits that is responsible for your current results and it's beyond your conscious control. Learn how to free yourself from the prison of your paradigm. Paradigm. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the Oz network.net thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time